Hello everyone, my name is Rochelle Innocent and I'm the founder and CEO of Project Purpose. Welcome to our channel. Our community is focused on fostering the intellectual and character development in children. We do this through our parent-child workshops that are focused on four themes, autonomy, self-efficacy, compassion, and self-concept in order to cultivate grit, perseverance, and resilience in each child. And we are so thrilled to be offering one of the first of its kind digital, virtual, and continuous learning environments, enabling parents and children to connect from all around the world. At Project Purpose, our overarching mandate is to renew and rebuild family, community, and relationships relationships. Our different social media platforms provide us with an opportunity to have discussions and to create space on all topics that relate to family, community, and relationships with ourselves as well as with others with a primary focus on mental health and education. More precisely, the ways that the institutions of mental health and education play a role and have played a role in our societies at large. These discussions and debates provide us with an opportunity to think critically about what needs to change within these structures for us to live up to our bold slogan, support, protect, and empower each child through youth-focused development, better known as leadership in juvenescence. We recognize that in valuing our children's leadership potential, this also translates as recreating and co-creating environments, both socially and politically, that will enable our children to thrive. For those of you who are particularly keen on the topic, we also write thought pieces every other Sunday. We actually dropped a thought piece this past week, not on Sunday, but be sure to meand over to the website and check out our online content. Now, if it is the case that you are looking for a listening alternative, well, we're available on 12 different podcast platforms for your listening leisure, and we've provided you with access to the links in the description down below. Now, as is the convention, be sure to subscribe, hit that post notification bell so that you are aware of every time you post. And of course, if you like these conversations and you want to keep them going, like, comment, and share this segment. Let's get into it. Hello everyone and welcome back to another segment here on Project Purpose. For those of you who are new, we cover topics that relate to mental health, mental wellness and education on a week by week basis. And today our topic of discussion is mental health. And on the conversation of mental health this week, I felt compelled to talk about picking and choosing our battles. Now I've had a conversation on this topic before, figured let's address it again, but from a different vantage point. And so when it comes to picking and choosing our battles, I really do think that the battles that we choose are the battles that also choose us. So I think depending on the stage and phase that we're in in our personal growth journey, the kind of battles that we face are going to be different. They're going to be determinant. The types of conflicts that we find ourselves in sometimes is based on the energy that we're attracting and some of the reasons why we're attracting it. But I wanted to be really transparent here when I talk about picking and choosing our battles because I'm not being sanctimonious or, you know, holier than thou when I talk about some of the tenets that I like to share on this platform to support our mental health. And I think when it comes to battling it out or like dealing with conflict, that has been a very, very long journey for me. I mean, I think that full transparency, there are people out there in this world who can say, you know, definitively, you know, Rochelle, you know, she definitely in daycare or like when I was very, very young, like I have always been a tussler. 
okay? So I've always been someone who was ready to geek it out and to battle it out. I've always been someone who was not only very vocal and very opinionated, but when I didn't have the ability to use my words, I, I have to say that when I was younger, I definitely was comfortable communicating my desires or my beliefs in other ways. And it's sad but true, but there are kids out there who said, definitely, you know, I have been bitten by Rochelle. I, I definitely was a bit of a fighter growing up as a child, as someone who, who would battle it out. And I never backed down, right? I was the kind of person, literally since out of the womb, who never backed out of the battle. Like I was always ready to tussle. I was always ready to go head to head with whoever it was that was in front of me. And I think that that desire or that inclination shifted and changed with some of the experiences that I had. But I think that because I've had so many of those experiences, my formative and pre-adolescent years, the, the maturation that I experienced is, is really based on the fact that I gave myself the liberty to be, right? I gave myself the liberty to be angry, to be expressive with my anger in healthy and unhealthy ways, in toxic ways as well. And I think that because I gave myself that freedom, um, and a lot of it was to do with some of the trauma that I was unpacking and some of the, the issues that I was having at, at those points in times, but I think giving myself permission without shaming myself or demonizing myself for the fact that I I felt this anger that I unfortunately, fortunately disseminated on the people around me, it allowed me to integrate that part of myself in a really healthy way. And I think when I say integrate, like there's no part of me that feels shame or feels haunted by like the anger that can exist in me or the ability to battle that is within me. But also it means that like my desire to battle is very different than what it used to be. And I think that my desire to battle, the more that I I focus on staying centered and staying grounded and really diminishing the voice of my ego, the less I feel inclined to go to battle, even when I'm called to battle. So I think that now someone who knew me 10, 20 years ago, who meets me now is going to be very shocked, I would think, about the way that I approach conflict or the ways that I engage in conflict because of the ways that I have, right? And I think when I come on here and I talk about mental health and I talk about, you know, choosing your battles or I talk about the different tenets, it's because I truly have had a very extensive, very steep learning journey on it. I've, I've definitely learned through trial by fire. I've definitely learned through experiences and by doing things with my anger that probably wouldn't serve me now, right? That wouldn't serve me now, but like having those liberties with being angry, I think has allowed me to integrate that part of myself and love that part of myself because I think the one thing that we lose sight on is anger. And despite the ways that it can translate, it comes from a place of, you know, care and regard for oneself. And so now when I think about battles and I think about the way that I approach battles now, I'm much more selective, right? There's a lot of battles that I'm called to, a lot of situations where I could get my back up, where I could be, you know, or I can match their energy. Like I have the ability to do so. I'm not ever fearful or feeling beaten down or broken down by people's words. Um, when it is the case that I see that they're trying to intimidate me or antagonize me or just show how little they value me. I mean, all of these messages or undercurrents, I can receive them, but choosing to battle for me is a choice that I really make very, very selectively. Like it really needs to be like a fundamental principle that's been, that's triggered or that's been activated. And also now the way that I battle is very different. I'm not ever really gonna battle by going head to head, especially if I'm not emotionally tied or attached. Like that's not the way that I would do it. I, I would really, and also any battle that I go into, if it is the case that I find 
that a battle is required is really with a focus of resolution. I never start an argument without understanding what it is that I'm hoping to achieve to make sure that I stay constructive because I think battling it out just to vent it out is just not healthy. And I'm someone who always is mindful of, do I want this relationship to continue beyond this conversation? And because I approach every conversation recognizing um, the value and, and sort of the placement of that relationship. And I'm very mindful with my words because I want relationships typically that I feel inclined to battle it out with or have conflict with to last beyond the battle. Like I want to build from there. Then I'm selective with my words, but I also expect selection as well, right? Like if I know that I'm being really mindful and really intentional and trying to hold space for the other person's feelings, despite the fact that I'm expressing my own and I'm feeling frustrated and irritated, then I want to make sure that they are also battling it out with me, wanting to preserve the relationship that they have with me, right? But if the relationship is up for grabs, then typically if I sense that level of indifference, then I'm like happy to not battle it out. I'm happy to not have my voice be heard in that situation or not to have my points of view articulated if I really don't see the point or my objective being attained in that sense or in that way. So I wanted to come on here and I want to talk about battles. And, and I think the first point that I want to make with all of that I have spoken on is give yourself permission to battle. I think that a lot of us struggle with giving ourselves the permission to meet confrontation with confrontation where it's required to speak our truth when it is desired and just hold our hold their ground, not just for us, but for the people who maybe are not in a position to argue for themselves, right? To just, to who we are, to, to be true to ourselves in the way that we communicate, even if those communications can be prickly and can be uncomfortable. But I also want to give everyone permission to step out of the rank. I don't think that every battle is worth battling it out. I also firmly believe that no battle is won if you're battling with someone with nothing to lose. Like if I have a sense that this person really has nothing to lose, like there's nothing to gain in that kind of battle. So I typically don't engage. And also like battles where I really just don't see the value add, like I don't see the benefit in really being open and transparent about what my position is. And I also don't take it take it to heart, right? Like if someone's being antagonistic intentionally, if they're really going out of their way to try to make me feel bad about myself, I think for me, it's the, the obviousness of it makes it lose its power, right? And I am not someone who necessarily cares to meet someone at their energy if it means I'm lowering my own vibration, if it means I'm like lowering sort of my expectations of myself to be able to respond to the person in front of me. And all of this again is a journey. I think who I am now, how I engage now is very different from how I've been. And I think loving myself through each stage and phase has been so in into the becoming that I am part that I'm partaking in to the development, the growth, the beauty that is my personality and is all the ways that I, I see my own personal growth and my evolution from how I, I've shown up in the past. And I think that when it comes to battles, give yourself permission to battle, but choose your battles selectively and always maintain that connection to your higher self. Like if you're gonna battle, battle in a way where when you walk away, you feel proud about the way that you engage and you interacted with someone. You feel good about the way that you held space for someone else's emotions and their opinions and that you were still respectful. Like when they went low, you still chose to go high. And for me, that is an integral principle that I hold very close to my heart. Like I don't think that someone going low gives me permission to go low because I want to engage in every conversation with my values that I hold when I'm in a steady, calm, happy state. I want to hold those values in place when I'm communicating, when I'm feeling flustered or frustrated or irritated. 
And I, I think I've, I've integrated that so deeply that if it is a case that I'm like maybe caught between a rock and a hard place, I find that I can really stay true to myself in those conversations and walk away feeling really proud about the way that I engaged in the face of someone who was really looking to have me act out of character. In any case, that was what I wanted to come in here and talk about. I think that is super important to our mental health to give ourselves space to be and to feel and to experience emotions across the spectrum. So regardless of what society says by way of anger, by way of battling it out and having confrontations, I think that we need to really stay aligned to ourselves and to also trust the process of our growth and our evolution. How we battle now, if we're focused on battling in a way that we feel good about ourselves, where we feel proud about the way that we've shown up, but we're holding space for other people, like that's going to change with time. And I think give yourself time to let that change take place. So that's it for now, but definitely not all. We're letting you go. I would be remiss if I didn't let you know that we will be going live at least twice a month, every month for the foreseeable future on our Facebook page. So definitely be sure to tune in. Now these events are paid events. So if you do see yourself participating in our community on an ongoing basis, then I do suggest that we take a look at some of our package plans. Yes, so we do offer package plans over and above our live events, as well as access to webinars and workshops, largely focused on self-mastery over and above those live events. So definitely be sure to check all of those out and be part of the Game Changer community. Be part of the change that you want to see, giving us a small role to play in your journey. We are on the road to 1K, so definitely be sure to follow us across all of our social media platforms. Give us a like and we look forward to chatting with all of you very soon. We'll talk to you later.